Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of May 11th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. What up? hey And we got Goody back this week. What's up, man? Yo, yo. All right. So, uh, some of the things we've been playing this week, uh, it looks like it's pretty tactics heavy. Uh, so, yeah. let's start with uh, Gears Tactics. Um, I know you were playing it. You talked about it a little last week, um, and then I picked it up, and I started playing it as well. Um, did you play any more this week? Yeah, so I finally got to, like, the first, like, quote-unquote boss fight, um, okay. which is basically with a, uh, if, you know, Gears fans will know what the broom ox are, they're like, it's like a big dinosaur with, like, a missile launcher on its back, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, is that the thing that has, like, the two guns on its side and it has, Yeah, it's like, got the guns on its, on its wrists. Yeah, the big, okay, like, I, artillery platform on its back, yeah. I got there as well. Okay. I think that's where I'm at right now. I didn't beat it. Yeah, so um, it's cool because like, uh, like I still haven't gotten to a big diversity of missions yet, which apparently opens up pretty shortly after where I am. But um, you know, it's it's definitely like there's like a lot of extraction missions. Uh, there's a lot of like you know recover this item and then get out. Um, so mm -hmm. I I haven't gotten to a crazy. I mean, it's still very similar to like XCOM. Um, but, uh, yeah, that boss fight is definitely a differentiating factor. Because basically, um, which is true in all Gears games, you can't just directly kill a Brumach by, like, shooting it. Because it's huge. Um, you so have to the, do something special. Yeah, so you basically are trying to take out the tanks on its back that are, like... Um, it, it's sort of unclear if they're, like, fueling it physically or if they're fueling its, like, ability to, like, handle the weaponry that's on it. Mm -hmm. But uh, you basically are trying to, like... There's these three tanks that represent three health bars, and you're trying to whittle those down. And every time you shoot it in the back, where these tanks are, it turns and faces you. So you split your team into two and basically just keep it turning. Um, yeah. And then every round, it like fires missiles that lock onto your location, and then you, on your turn, you have to move out of that location or else the missiles will hit. And then occasionally, um, little tunnels are opening up, and more enemies will spawn out of the tunnels unless you destroy them with a grenade. So, yeah, what got... What got me on my first play was, like, I, I was trying to keep my distance from him, but he can actually move kind of far. He can move, like, a quarter of the map per turn or something. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty far, and he just focused down one of my teammates, turned, mm -hmm. stomped the other teammate, and then I had one side. He just, it was like, at that point, I was just focusing on his weapons on his front i couldn't split my team up i didn't have enough yeah. moves yeah, yeah, yeah. to make it happen so um but i only tried um i only tried it once so as soon as i like yeah and you like didn't got, know what got. you were going in on yeah yeah um yeah so you can't yeah. take out the uh the guns so if you like he does like a sweeping attack with the guns that can hit multiple people if you like yeah. take out the guns then he just won't have that ability um so it is kind of a good strategy like if you're in a situation where you can like shoot him once in the tanks on the back and then once in the gun you might as well do it yeah um but yeah it's pretty cool kind of set piece fight you know yeah yeah the lead up um the lead up you're crossing a a, a large bridge tons yeah. of enemies they introduce some new enemies as well i think as you're going across that bridge i think you're introduced yeah. to um a sniper enemy yeah on that yeah, I saw the, the I saw the snipers first on one of the side missions, but that I think is where they typically appear because they're doing the like pin down ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is not something to fit, fuck around with. 
Right. It's kind of like Overwatch, but uh, a sniper, so it does like way more damage. Yeah, yeah. And it's on a particular guy instead of on anyone. Yeah, they grabbed a hold of just one of my one of my characters, and I was like, "Well, how bad could the damage be?" And it was an instant kill. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it's bad. Oh, that bad. It's not always an instant kill, but it definitely can be. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it, it's really cool. It's different to see the um, it's different to see the story progressing. Um, I kind of don't like that your main characters there's no like repercussion for, you know, there's not like permadeath or anything. I, I think that would be. I, I might kind of like that. I mean, I haven't had any of my side characters die at all. Yeah. Or even close, so I don't really know what happens there. The person who always dies is, like, the main dude. Um, yeah, and then it's like, you have failed. Yeah, you suck. Um, and these are all new characters, right? Uh, yeah, the the main guy that you play as, I guess, is uh, the dad of the girl in, like... Five? Five. Four? Four or five. Five, five, five or four, which one ever it is. Yeah. So this is, do we have, is there a timeline for this or? Yeah, this is a, after the first emergence of the uh, Locust. So it's during the initial war against them or whatever. So I guess it's before okay. Gears 1. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Or somewhere right or somewhere alongside, or alongside it. Yeah, I think the end of this game is kind of alongside the beginning of uh, Gears 1, basically. So... They just kind of showed off a like a problem that I kind of have with the the way that the system works. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in Overwatch, you really have to spread your characters out. Like you yep. have to like okay, this guy's going to focus this spot, this person, and you kind of have to like move it. If you have them overlapping, they'll all shoot at the same character. Doesn't matter the health. It, yeah. Like they don't. They, they all shoot at the exact same time, and that person could have ten health. And right, and they'll they would both all burn. shoot at that one their slots on that guy yeah yeah and then one and then another guy will walk around the corner and like attack you and it's like yep come on and so you, unless there's like they a really get to big... go one at a time the, yeah yeah they get to go one at a time i assume you would get to go one at a time as well but right. not the case uh, but it is really good yeah grim's in the comments saying that the game looks really good i think uh, i was talking to goody a little bit yesterday he said he was going to probably jump into it now that um he finished yeah up. i want to check it out Finished up below. Final Fantasy is going to be over. Yeah. And Final Fantasy is almost done as well. Um, nice. Which, uh, you know, we might as well just jump into that and talk a little bit about your Final Fantasy experience. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm finishing up Final Fantasy right now. Um, I think I only got like three chapters left. Um, I'm probably going to try to knock it out tonight, and then yeah. maybe we can... I don't know if we still want to do that spoiler cast we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the final um, couple chapters are like... They're, they're really quick compared to some of the earlier. It's kind of like the beginning, like three chapters are really fast back-to-back. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured, because right now I got to the point where they're like, uh, are you sure you want to go? You okay. don't have anything else you want to do before? Right. So I figured, you know, that video games usually telling you, this is the end of the game, so... Right. Yeah. It is still a long sequence for sure, but you're pretty much there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So um, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think I'm... I still am thinking I might do a hard mode nice. just to, like try it out again It'd be cool. it wasn't it, it wasn't until the very end of the game that i decided like i don't know if i'm gonna go for that hard mode mm-hmm. it was the, yeah, literally you, the last last segments yeah i know you were saying something about uh it takes a weird turn oh okay so yeah. I, I so i haven't reached that weird turn yet right yeah, no, i no. thought it was like oh uh, it's at the very end okay okay you'll know when you're there 
It's weird. Um, yeah, because there's been a couple weird turns where, like, I got to Walmart, all of a sudden the game turned into Yakuza. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I got a hand massage. Mm. Hey! Which one did you go oh, for? Right? Which one did you go for? Oh, I went big money. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see the percentage on that. Yeah. You know, on, on people yeah. who went big who went big money. You, you got yeah. it. You, I'm trying to get, not, you know, I'm trying to get somebody to talk on my buster sword. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going for the poor man's massage. Hell no, no. no. Um, on the next playthrough, I made because I think they're tied to whatever dresses that they have, and there's a trophy attached to that. So yeah, I think that has a lot to do yeah. with decisions you make early on as well. Yep. So that's something to like. There's a scene where, uh, like, early on in the game, where Tifa says, "Like, what would you want to see me wearing?" or something like that, and you can say, "Yeah, like, and a sporty that... dress, a dummy dress, a fucking dummy thick dress." Yeah, it's like. Exotic or whatever. Exotic, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I know that's tied that to what she's wearing. There is some options as mm-hmm. well, aside from that. Yeah. Um, where Dialogue you, options. and Where um, you are... where I think it's where everyone stays at uh, Eris' house. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can meet one of the people out in the garden. Okay. That can change. Wait. Okay. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. There's a reason it is the rarest uh, achievement. I mean, do you remember who you had out in the garden at night? I uh, well, I had the part that I'm thinking about. So it's at night, and you talk to Eris. Okay. Yeah. But I thought that was just story story tied. Yeah. No, I had I had Tifa. Yeah, I'm not sure who I talked to. You can also get Barrett. Interesting. I want to talk to Barrett. Huh? (laughs) What up? Can he know. give you a massage? I, I'm not sure. Dude, imagine what that gun hand can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the attachments. I oh, call yeah. it the tenderizer. <laughs> the tenderizer. Gets <laughs> <laughs> that spiked hammer out. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he does have a fucking ball hand yeah. as well. Right? It's, it's like, like a, a spike ball. Fucking bowling ball. <laughs> He's got a bowling ball grip. I'll tell you that much. I can tell you that. You're going to be... <laughs> You're going to be just like the planet, crying out in pain. Damn. <laughs> You're right about There's that. so many good jokes to be made here. All right, we should probably move on. Uh, <laughs> so, Back Filter, to you, have two, you, well, you have two here. Yeah. And I still have one. So we'll go to you. We'll talk about one of yours, and then we'll switch back to mine. Okay, so I'll uh, I'll end mine with a newer game. So my second one I'm, I've uh, been playing here. I've been playing a lot lately, just trying to catch up on backlog and shit. Uh, Dishonored 2 is on Xbox Game Pass, and I've been wanting to kind of check that world out again because the Dishonored tabletop RPG finally came out, Mm -hmm. uh, the PDF. So um, I've been like, okay, yeah, I want to check that out again. Dishonored 2 was good. I can play it for free here. So um, jumping back into that, I'm playing as Emily. Uh, So Mm -hmm. you, you get the choice in the beginning of the game to play as Emily, who is like, I don't know, She's like maybe 20 or something as portrayed in this game. Um, she's been kind of trained by her father in the assassin arts, I guess. Uh, or, of course, you can play as Corvo again, which is like for, you know, if you were, if you really got into the character of Corvo from playing the first game, you can just continue as him. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of interesting that, like, the choice of character is more than, like, you know, do you want to be a boy or a girl? Like, it really is like it gives you a different vibe because like Emily is the empress like she is the one who has her throne stolen and is betrayed by her closest confidants and everything and then from the reverse like Corvo 
he has just watched his second empress get taken out you know like not like i guess emily's not just murdered in the beginning of the game like her mother was but you know uh the first time your wife got killed in front of you and this time your daughter gets frozen into a like fancy statue and gets her kingdom taken away yet again which you've already had to go through you know what i mean so it's just a different thing of like i've been betrayed by my subjects versus here i go again i'm getting too old for this shit you know what i mean yeah um so it's definitely definitely cool there's also like the mechanics of if you kill a lot of people the game gets like worse like things are darker there's more like blood flies there's more rats um like that's people cool. are more depressed I, that's a really interesting way to play that out that like uh it's also really interesting in the first game the like non-lethal kills for bosses are things that are just like super fucked up so that also carries over into this game so uh the first thing you can do here is like your steward is one of the people who betrayed you and the like quote-unquote non-lethal way to get rid of the steward is to lock him in your like safe escape room with no key to get out so he starves to death like that's the good option like wouldn't it be kinder to just stab a bitch in the back and let him die yeah just behead him or something like take him out instantly yeah yeah so it's it's so brutal that like the the previous game was really famous for that too of like the good way to save people was like really fucked up still it's just being like hands off right it was like uh again it's the type of thing that's like okay we can just like instantly kill you right now or you can like suffer for the rest of your life (laughs) it's like you know the suffering is actually worse but whatever you do out of of sight out of mind right so uh it is definitely interesting um i don't have a whole ton of crazy shit to say about it but their world building they do in these games is just amazing like Mm -hmm. You know, very typical of, like, Bethesda-style games. You know, there's, like, notes everywhere that tell you about things that happen. There's a lot of environmental storytelling. Um, very cool. Yeah. It's very good for goth yeah. kids, emo kids. It, it, it's a super cool environment. Like, yeah. this is... It, it falls into a weird... This game, I, for me, falls into a weird category. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something that I would pick up day one. It's I, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, I've watched these games come out, and I've never picked one up day one. But I've played them later, and I, I've liked them. I mean, they haven't been the best game I've ever played. But, right. you know, they're still a solid, like, 8 out of 10, for sure. They're very interesting um, games. They're like, um... It reminds me of... I don't know what I, to compare them to. It really reminds me of Fable. Not the style that you play, mm-hmm. but just the way the game feels and looks. Yeah, it's a little cartoony, it's a little boxy. Um, yeah, it has some, like... I don't know. It's it has just such a different feel to it yeah. than in, than a lot of other games like it. I mean, the closest thing I can think of is something like Prey, but that's because it's literally them, like literally yeah. the same people. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys yeah, learned it, a lot from Bioshock. Obviously, uh, you know, Harvey Smith is the studio director. He worked on like Thief and uh, actually, I'm not sure about Thief, but he worked on like the original okay. System Shock and shit like that. Uh, worked with the Looking Glass Studio, so. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holy you know, Grail definitely comes from that heritage. For. It does have like a Bioshocky type feel sometimes too. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, like you were saying before, getting back to tactics, um, I've continued to play XCOM two. I realized I fucking suck at this game. I'm terrible at this game. I was playing on normal mode. Is that? I mean, is is that normally what you would play on? Filter. 
Yeah, I mean, I like to play the uh, Iron Man, just so that it, it gives a little bit more extremeness to it. Good God. I, I, don't, I, was I, playing I, I, I like to have to stick with stuff and not be able to change it after, like, if you fuck up a save or whatever. So, the you know, the first thing that you do, and I don't know how long that goes on, mm. is they're building up to this Advent project. Yeah. And I'm getting kind of close to the end of the Advent project, and I, all of my characters are hurt in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I don't have enough funds to buy other characters. So I have to go in with, like, two people. Yep. There is no way I can survive that. It sounds like you uh, did one of those, like, what I was saying, one of the main problems with the game is that it will let you fuck yourself up you know what i mean yeah and I, i'm just like i i don't know like i didn't do anything crazy i i was successful in pretty much all of my missions right it's just that they would get hurt and then i would heal them and the healing does not it doesn't prevent them from getting after battle them. injuries right yeah it just keeps them up for that round basically yeah it's like oh you still took uh, a, a severe amount of damage and now you're out for 21 days yep and it's like damn i can't have half my team out for 21 days like and so i'm going in with two rookies into this next mission i'm like i can't do that so i had to fully restart the game and i was yep. like i'm just gonna try it on easy maybe going through it once will kind of open that up for me and that's kind of where i'm at i'm hoping i'm hoping that it'll kind of um give me an idea of how to you know, like, navigate this place. Um, yeah. So far, they're, like, right at the end of their Advent project. And I'm like, I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is something I can avoid or not. So I'm just moving forward with, you know, like, whatever happens. Like, I I've stopped a few things. I've saved, uh, um, I've, like, connected a bunch of, like, I think all of, uh, like, all of Asia's connected. Most. Okay most of Europe's all connected mm -hmm. I'm moving into Africa and as well I can move over into um, South America now nice. and the Advent project's already like starting and I'm like alright well I don't know if this is the end of the game for me or what happens but I feel like I'm supposed to avoid it you know um, yeah that's it's uh, story based without yeah. spoiling anything here yeah yeah and I'm not it's like either way like i feel like i've put in a good amount of time but not enough time that i would go okay like i i spent like 60 hours on this game or something you know i've spent like probably like five hours or six hours or something mm -hmm. uh you know just working on just this playthrough and like I i'm fine with it like i like i really like the character customization yeah, they do really that good on that. so fun. You can not only name the characters, like, whatever you want. You can give them a nickname of whatever you want. Yep. You can also nickname their weapon whatever you want. Yep. Um, so change their they, they style, name, change their hair, change their armor, like, the appearance yeah, they, of it and all that. My main ranger, which Super is the, cool. like, melee character, um, they gave her the nickname Iceman. Nice. I was like, that's funny. So I named her weapon Goose. Very nice. <laughs> I like it. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, I don't know. It's, this playthrough has been um, a lot more fun. And I, pretty much what's happening um, is exactly what I wanted. Like, the first yeah. playthrough, 
I was just getting fucking trashed, and then now this playthrough, I'm doing better in those areas. That yeah, I think um, they're worse. You know, I think a fix for this kind of thing, because like XCOM and a lot of games suffer from the same thing, where there's like, like Gears is different because there's not really an overworld that you're managing or anything like that. Right. Um, it's just like, you know, here's what you're supposed to do. Good luck. See ya. And like, you know, it's all mission based. Um, but in games with an overworld, they should probably have like. Um, the like a group of people that are doomed right that's like kind of teaches you how you play because like your first playthrough you're always going to be fucked because you just yeah. don't know like oh shit I should have built more science research or something you know what I mean like you're never going to just know that the first time you play the game right mm -hmm. like it's I don't know what the like play case is for like why that would be right so um they should have, like, the first section, you should, like, an act one, or, like, a prologue act, you should play, like, the doomed patrol, that you have, like, a, yeah. a smaller version of the same thing that's going to come later, you know? Yeah. I don't, like, I, I can't think of any games that have done particularly well at that. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, it's just, some of their, some of the mechanics that they have in the game are, are bothersome. I think mm -hmm. it it kind of hurts the the way that it plays like i really dislike in the middle of your turn when you move too far forward and you mm -hmm. run into an enemy squad and then they get to move into position yeah it's like why do they get to move yeah that doesn't make sense like it's it's still my turn they had a turn before me right where they were moving around in the shadows or whatever but then during the middle of my turn they get to move again huh. okay you're gonna it like just, it doesn't you're gonna make like sense. uh chimera squad a lot <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's just little things like that. I'm like, no. But I but the characters and the way that you like build them are really cool. Like mm -hmm. it, it's like, oh, I got a promotion. Where you know, where do I want to send this character down? Do I want them to be um, more of a gunslinger? Or do I want them to be more of a um, you know sniper? Or do I want them to be more melee focused? Or um, you know, like stealth. It, it's I don't know. There's a lot of different like cool ways to. Even though you're essentially building the same characters over and over again, they're all completely different. They have their own little like personalities. Yeah, you can choose different options too. You can equip them differently and give them different accessories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, and as well at the same time, you're still building up your base. What is that called? The Avenger. Yeah. That's what they what they called it. Yeah. Um, Disney would yeah. like to have a word. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like it back, please. So, um, <clears throat> definitely, I, I, I'm really wanting to... I think I'm going to finish off Chimera Squad at some point soon, and then um, jump back into 2. Just to, like, you know, at this point, 2 has been fully patched up, and hopefully all the major issues have been handled, for the most part. Um, but uh, Yeah, just it, for me, it's just gameplay. Like, yeah. gameplay choices that they made, and this is how right. the game works. Yeah. It, it's sort of unfixable because it's like a yeah. core like system. Yeah, it's not. It's not something that they it's can just patch out. It would be like you right. have to fully uh, make a whole new tutorial, <laughs> like like a whole yeah. new section, like section of gameplay, and then import right. that into the main section already. Right. So, cool characters too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, the final thing I've been checking out, also in the strategy uh, column. Um, Old World, 
which is basically a combination of like Sid Meier's Civilization and um, Crusader Kings. So you choose from uh, this, like one of the uh, one of these empires that were all around at sort of similar times, but not necessarily. So like you can choose uh, Greece, which is like uh, I think it's like Macedonia at the time. Um, you can choose like Egypt. Um, there's like the Thracians, um, bunch of like these, you know, certainly like pre-medieval, pre, you know, antiquity style leaders. And then you're basically playing a, you know, Sid Meier's Civilization game on top of that. But then you have to like manage your family and like your secession and like who will take over after you and your family members and your extended like court you're developing certain people into like ambassadors or artisans or things like that um so it's really interesting uh it's in early access on the epic game store so it's definitely got a lot of development left ahead of it this is from the uh it's from soren johnson who was uh a developer on i believe civilization four or five four i think yeah, four I it was four and then um, he went on to make the uh, Offworld Trading Company. And then this is his follow-up to that, which was like, okay, Offworld was my idea for like a wholly new thing that was like an economic trading competitive simulator, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then this game is like, okay, here's what I would do to make civilization better, right? So um, it it's very much feels like civilization. It's got the, you know, the hex grid... Um, is founding your cities. Cities take up tile spaces. Um, but then it does have this extra layer of, like, kind of weird politics and, you know, trying to get your preferred son to take over after you die. Uh, yeah. It's definitely interesting. And then, like, shit can happen. Like, I was playing and I chose the leader of uh, Macedonia, uh, which is what they're playing here in the video we're watching. And, um,. Right as I was dying, like, you'll get notices when you start a turn. And every turn takes place over the course of a year, which is really cool. And uh, it'll be like, um, you have fallen ill. And it's like, okay, my guy's not doing too hot, but I might be okay. And the next turn, it's like, you are gravely ill. And it's like, okay, I gotta count on my son to take over after I die here. And then, like, it'll be like, um, you know, the next turn, it's like, you are still gravely ill. Uh, your son and heir has had a horrible hunting accident where he like fell into oh, a river and was stomped on by a deer and he like drowned. Good Christ. So now your dumb fuck son's <laughs> gonna take over and I'm like, God damn it! Now I have this guy. So luckily my dumb fuck son died pretty quickly and his son was pretty cool, so. Huh, alright. You know how it goes. But then occasionally you like... You know how it be. So that happens and then so like my dumbass son, my, my second son <laughs> takes over and my third son was like cool and i was gonna set him up but i thought my first son was gonna be all right you know what i mean and so my second son takes over and he dies relatively quickly of some kind of weird illness and then uh or yeah my my second son got syphilis because his wife cheated on him and uh died from syphilis pretty quickly you know how it is and uh so his child took over but then my original king's third son was like fuck this that kid's not ready to lead. I'm l- running a civil war. Oh shit. oh, shit. So, like, some really cool shit will happen, which is very, like, Crusader Kings. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Because, again, 
I really like these games, but I always want to play them single player. And the politics are just not there in single player. Like in multiplayer, you can like, you know, contact Egypt or whatever and say, hey, I kind of want to do a run on England. Will you join me and take this bitch out? And they're like, uh, yeah, I kind of I'm not super into England either. But we have a trade agreement, so I'm going to need you to give me 500 gold per turn, or else I'm not going to get rid of my uh, my trade partner. And it's like, okay, right. well, here, we'll set some shit up. And then you go run some cool shit. Like, again, that's something I talk about all the time with, like, uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. Um, again, talking about Crusader Kings 3, I'm really excited for. It's because I really like that political shit. Like, I love to find out that my, uh, you know, master of horses was fucking my wife behind my back and now my wife's trying to poison me. Like, that shit is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. Yeah, that, that uh, actually happened to me in real life. It was pretty weird. <laughs> Don't get a master of horses unless you do extensive background checking, yeah. folks. <laughs> uh, but if you know... Uh, master of horse dick. Good master of horses. Yeah. Uh, I am please, taking that uh, recommendation. private message me. Yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, the like, for a these horses are just out here fucking around and I can't control them, dude. Yeah, I'm not a master. I don't claim to be. I'm not a master of horses. I'm an apprentice of horses at best. At best. Master. I'm an amateur of horses. Master. Master of horses. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough of that. Anything else on that one? That's pretty much it. I'm going to hope to report more, but I'm not sure how much I'm going to play it because it is kind of buggy still. Really? Uh, definitely it, it looks very really early good. access. It looks amazing, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like everything, you know, it, it has, like, Civ isn't something that I, like, buy day one. It's something that yep. I enjoy, and I'll, like, buy every other one, and I'll play here and there. I think the last one I bought was, I think, four. And I played that forever. Like, I haven't played one in a long time, so definitely in the market for something like that. Mm. And this looks, yeah, this does look really good, but, you know. Maybe after yep. early access or closer to the end of early access, this will be something I... And again, I'm, I'm kind of worried that this is one of those games that's just like, oh, this will be really cool until Crusader Kings 3 comes out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so it's it's just a filler game, you know, it's, which kind of sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so we'll go ahead and move on to the games releasing. We don't have a lot. Uh, but as always, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games and check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Everything we talk about here on this show, you'll pretty much hear it over there first. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do junk just like this. And then, of course, our website, uh, mammothgamesinc.com, has a bunch of information and, uh, you know, more articles over there. Hopefully, um, uh, you know, we'll be more on the regular of posting uh, general news. As of right now, it does feel kind of tough to post general news over there. It's not something that I can quickly do. I can kind of quickly do it, but it's also about getting uh, you know, the other guys on board with writing short articles um, mm. throughout the day. So we find it more uh, like tangible to uh, almost just post on social media, because like, we can quickly hey, like look at this cool stuff that we found. Yeah. Um, and get it out there. But there is some good stuff over on our website. Uh, our interview with uh, Robert from um, uh, Dragon Turtle Games. Um, and as well, Goody just had a, his review of Below that went live. So yeah. definitely go check that out. <clears throat> go read it. Go read it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the games releasing. The first one, uh, these two 
uh, games that we do have releasing between May 12th and 18th. First one on Wednesday, May 13th, Super Mega Baseball 3 uh, from Metalhead Software. Um, and that is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Pretty much everything. Yeah. You can get this one. Um, I am not familiar. No, I mean, there's been two others, obviously. Oh, what if they yeah, just started on number three? That'd what if you smart. just started three? I like it. That's Perfect. awesome. I like it. I've never thought of that. Yeah, there's okay. a. They've made a couple other ones. I mean, it's like much more. Um, I don't know. It's less simulation y. It's a okay. little more like gamey, I guess. Um, hmm. And it's definitely like. Uh, I, it could be fitting an interesting <laughs> niche right now with people not really able to, you know, watch a lot of sports. And obviously, most of the sports games typically come out in the fall or very early spring. So there's probably not a lot of competition. So. Yeah, the I mean, it, it seems like it's like a combination of a little bit of management, a little bit of uh, yeah. you know, like actual play. Um, yeah, it's interesting. the The art style, for one, is very uh, not what I expected. Yeah, it kind of has like a backyard baseball feel. Definitely, which is which is kind of cool. Like, if I'm going to play a sports game, I don't know why. I don't want it to be. Like super realistic. I want it to be. I want to hit home runs every time if I'm going to play a sports game, uh, like you know, like a sports baseball game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. This for me doesn't seem like again, not something for me. And I'm someone who could get into like a uh, uh, like a home run game, mm-hmm. like a game where you're just crushing the baseball as hard as you can. Um, but this one. This one doesn't look like it's for me, dog. Yeah. All right, we do have one more. This one is much more for me. I I think there's something you'll like, too. So on Friday the 15th, um, we're looking at the release of Those Who Remain on PS4. It is coming to Xbox and PC later on in the year. Uh, Not 100% sure when. But uh, it's definitely got... It's like a horror first person experience so i believe from what i saw there's like no weapons it's just you on foot and you're kind of being pursued by these various things in this town so um it seems like there's only like three or four enemies in the entire game but they're like a big deal if you run into them so it's kind of almost doing like an amnesia thing yeah it reminds me of like clock tower yeah like there's like a big like tramp looks like it's following one character in this trailer that we're watching it, like a huge like bark monstrosity um, oh yeah which is kind of crazy I mean this looks fun this also looks like something that was made it looks like this dreams mm-hmm. so there's no combat in this game it looks like yeah I believe some, that there's not yeah. some kind of like puzzly elements too mm-hmm. yeah it's like scary scary mist yeah that's yeah, what I was kind of getting it looks interesting um Everything looks like it looks like they're really leaning heavily on that. Um, something's after you, yeah. and you can't really see what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's in, definitely until, um, until it's up on, like upon you. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming out that are kind of in the same vibe, um, and it definitely does give me a big uh, amnesia feeling. I guess so. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, as long as it does, um, you know, the horror genre, it, right? Right. So, and yeah. it could be, again, just a good thing to pick up, kind of check out right now in some downtime. 
obviously we're all going to be really busy uh, next week when uh, Maneater comes out. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, yeah. Maneater is going to be really cool. I'm excited to play that. For sure. Um, so, yeah, it, it is really weird, like, where we're sitting at. We're not getting a lot of releases. Next week, though, we have Maneater. And then the next month, we have Last of Us. And then oh, it's really going to escalate. That, yeah. Yeah, and then the next month after that, you have Ghost of Tsushima. And then I think we have a month off, and then Cyberpunk. So it's it, it, it's about to pick up. It's about to pick up, for sure. All right, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump right into some like freebies. Um, first off, it was like kind of a little one, uh, but you can get Evil Genius uh, for free. Um, it's a uh, pr- pretty simple. You can go over to uh, Rebellion's website uh, and. I've seen ads everywhere. You can find this on social media. Um, all you have to do is create a Rebellion ID, link your Steam account, and then you get uh, Evil Genius uh, 1 for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as well, it tells you a little about, bit about um, Evil Genius 2. Yeah, so um, obviously a game I liked a lot. Um, Evil Genius 2 I'm super excited for. Um, there is like a mobile Evil Genius game, but I wouldn't even consider looking at that for five seconds. <laughs> uh, super not into it, but uh, I'm really glad that Rebellion is kind of um, they're kind of bringing back some older stuff, and they're kind of it seems like they're trying to ramp up a little bit, which is really cool. Um, I like a lot of the stuff that they make. So again, get Evil Genius for free. It's definitely a flawed game, um, and it's kind of it, it's tough to get the hang of. But once you've got it figured out, I think it's, it has a lot of enjoyment in it. And again, Evil Genius Two is looking amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely go grab that for free. Um, as well, Epic's always out here getting you some free stuff. Um, as of right now, uh, the game is uh, Death Coming. Um, it is a non-linear puzzle game where you must harvest human souls. Final mm. Destination style. Um, so basically you're just tricking these uh, cute little adorable... Um, like pixel characters into uh, killing themselves mm-hmm. or, you know, final destination themselves, um, which is kind of fun uh, because it freaks out everyone else around them. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think this, you know, is a fun little game to, you know, grab, you know, grab up. It's it typically it's like a, like $7 game over on the Epic game store. Yeah. Um, and I think you could have, you know, maybe a couple hours of fun with this for sure. Uh, depending on how into um, killing the guys from uh, Habbo Hotel. Um, <laughs> I guess Jesus. Some of these kills are really funny. Yeah, some of them are really good. Like, the dude the fishing pulls out the big... the Like, he pulls out, uh, like, he expects it to be a small fish, but it's a giant fucking whale that comes out of the water and crushes him. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Does happen. <clears throat> it happens sometimes it's like that uh, but that's pretty much all uh, that we have for this week freebie wise uh, I know next week they have an epic game store free game mystery like big mystery game here unlocked in three days so as of if you're listening to the podcast in uh, like roughly three days two days um, you'll be uh, you'll be able to get that next game as well we'll talk about that a bit more next week yeah, I'm interested to see what that is for sure yeah, it's weird. Like typically, it's they're just straight they're up like, like, "Oh, it's gonna be whatever. It's gonna be uh, Assassin's Creed Five. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird that they're like kind of 
hiding but, like hiding it yeah so it makes me think that it's going to be something uh maybe worthwhile here mm. so it's gonna be it's either gonna be worthwhile or yeah very it, <laughs> I, I don't know it, maybe they're on the verge of like getting a big game and they're like we don't know if we want to talk about that yet but we do have these li- these little games in the wings just in case yeah so cool uh right. we'll jump into the news we do have i feel like we have a lot to cover but that's but because xbox had a series x event well we have um, a lot to cover that are all in one item yeah yeah so um We'll start with something a little less, but still really cool. Especially if you haven't played this game yet. Correct. Um, so, uh, you can get the free update for Jedi Fallen Order. Um, that gives you a bunch of cool stuff. Um, I would say probably one of the big thing is uh, journey, like New Journey Plus. Which is basically just mm. New Game Plus. Right. I think which, that's pretty huge. That could definitely be an interesting way to start out and go through that game again if, even if you have played it and haven't played it for a while right yeah, um, yeah. so yeah they, they're also adding um, more cosmetics uh, some different combat challenges that you can do um, so basically this is just like a final end run style update which I'm a little sad about because I was hoping for some story DLC yeah so one I mean so, will it know, be the, the final ooh I like that. Well, I mean, they have said um, Respawn was not planning on any paid DLC. Yeah. Mm. So. So, I mean, yeah. I don't I know think they we're did this for get... May the 4th. Yeah, yeah I, don't think, thing, so. I don't think we're going to get any big story DLC. But, I, you know, maybe they'll add on, like, maybe a challenge or so. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it'll be anything that'll bring me back to it. But I do think this is cool. Uh, you can get some uh, new hilts for your lightsaber, and they're hilts that you can literally make at Galaxy's Edge, mm. which is nice. I can bring my bring my you, lightsaber in. Yeah. You can literally have the lightsaber like the lightsaber you have, and the lightsaber I have. It looks like we can, uh, you know, make some of that stuff. Uh, you know, maybe not the exact same one because it looks like they're they only have um, like two of the options that you can make at Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean. <clears throat> from um, from what I remember, because I I still haven't played the game, and I need I need to, I want to. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But the customization is pretty much the same that the lightsaber does, isn't it? You can change the the emitter, the hilt. Yeah, yeah. But it looks like they're only giving you two of the options. It looks mm. like um, it doesn't look like they're giving that. What was that? The uh, elemental option, I think, is the one the, that I picked. Uh, the one that they're showing one. here is kind of like the. Uh, I forgot what they called it, but it's like the old Republic, like looking, yeah, yeah, chrome ancient looking one. Yeah, uh, but they don't have that like s- that scavenger. Uh, yeah. Like I know at the hilt of mine, I think you have the same one. The was it Rancor tooth at the bottom? Mm. Nice. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, so they're only putting these two in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do know one of the other things that they released a bit earlier was a pre-order uh, only uh, yeah. color for your lightsaber. Orange. And I wanted it the whole time. I wanted an orange lightsaber. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool. It just kind of matched the character a little bit. Um, but, uh, I mean, with the game now, they gave that to everyone. Um, so, uh, you're getting that. You're also getting um, some extra combat challenges, some BD1 skins. Uh, 
yeah i mean it seems like quite a bit if you guys haven't played this i think you can i think it's on sale right now in the playstation store this could be something you can mm. pick up fairly that's cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's cool that's that was gonna be my next uh once i finish final fantasy that'll probably be the uh the next big thing i jump into yeah nice. yeah it's good um yeah it's really awesome because i haven't played it so it's a good time to jump on it seems yeah I, like i i liked a lot about this game I think it was like it was like it felt finally. Hey, we got something that was done um, pretty well. Mm-hmm. So uh, then the characters really helped. Like at the end of the game, I was excited to see what was happening and yeah. couldn't wait to see what was next. Yeah, I'm excited for the characters. Yeah, very. Much. So they have they said they're working on a sequel, didn't they? Yeah, it's going to become a whole franchise. Movie? They said. Okay. Yeah. Man, and it's really weird because we were watching these events kind of unfold i mean the first time we heard about this it was uh i can't even remember who it was just walked up and uh um, i think it might have been one of the girls from what's good games was yeah like, they found like one of the dudes in the crowd yeah the, like director like, of the studio going? was it vince Samp- uh, sampanelli or something and they were yeah, like I can't remember. so what are you guys doing he's like oh i'm gonna announce the title of the game or we're gonna and they're like what <laughs> Yeah, it was just this really awkward thing. It was super awkward. And then awkward. everything leading up to the game was awkward. And then the game yeah. came out, and it was solid. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's good. Pretty cool shit. <laughs> it, wasn't a tr- it could have been a complete train wreck, but it was just, uh, you know, a slightly derailing before the, uh, you know, before the game pulled into the old station. Right. Sometimes you got to go up on two wheels, you know? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I guess uh, we'll just hop onto another train and go straight into uh, the Inside Xbox Series X first look. Oh, boy. Um, so this was a about 30-minute presentation where they showed off a bunch of... This was specifically for indie titles. Um, basically, the whole goal was, hey, let's show off... You know, we're, Later in this year, we know that we're going to talk about you know, the, like, Halo, um, the stuff that Microsoft is bringing for the <laughs> Xbox Series X launch and, you know, shortly after the launch. Um, but they said, you know, let's look at some of the stuff, you know, some of the new titles that we're going to be, you know, getting through our third-party partners. So, um, one of the main things they said, uh, every game in the following uh, presentation is optimized for Xbox Series X, and several of them, if they show this little badge are actually games that you can buy on the Xbox One and then do a free, quote-unquote, upgrade to the Xbox One X version. Um, which is good. Yeah, that's like good. their uh, um, smart delivery service is what yeah, they're right. calling it. smart right. delivery. Yeah, I think previously, uh, it, I guess, didn't have a name. It was just like upgrading to yeah. next-gen. The free next-gen um, upgrade or whatever. Like, I, so, I think Cyberpunk was the first one that they kind of talked about that with. Yes, yeah. Cyberpunk's was what they they were like, yeah, buy it now and yeah. don't worry, we're not gonna make you pay for it twice. Yeah, and the um, uh, the first thing they showed off right out the gate was pretty cool. It was uh, did we get the title for this? It's I don't remember the name. Playism game. presents a fict. <laughs> Excuse me, FYQD Studio Games. This game was primarily made by one person. That's impressive. That's impressive. Bright memory. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. This game actually looked really good. It looked yeah. really cool. At first, I it thought had, it was a. Uh, I thought it was from Cyberpunk. Like you yeah, would go this, to, um, like you went to <clears throat> Tokyo or something to do a mission. I don't yeah. Know. 
Yeah, it looked really weird because you were out there and you were shooting. It kind of had that same style of, uh, like, something you would expect from cyberpunk. Yeah. But it had, like, a lot of, like, feudal influences. Like, feudal Japan influences. For sure. There's, like, swords and shit. Yeah. While, then, like, like, you're, like, unloading a machine gun into some dude's dick and then you turn around and, like, <laughs> swing out a sword to block an incoming strike or whatever. Yeah, it, it looked like there was, like, a full-on, like, tsunami coming in. Like, the wind was just insane. And you could see, like, the sky was swirling pretty heavy. And then, at one point, he presses a button and a DeLorean comes out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah. Like and he jumps in and he's just, like, trying to escape, I guess. He's just driving, trying to escape. Um, and that's pretty much where it ends, you know. It ends up going off-road yeah. and car flipping. Yeah. Um, it's like, hey, buy it, bitch. It, it, but this, it's like, it's like, what is this? I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Because of that, this game is like what's intrigued me like the most. Um, it's like a shooter, and, and it's got like those, uh, yeah, those medieval feels. Yeah. There's actually an extended trailer that goes further after the. Yeah, they showed more the, at the end. The car it, it was really weird. Like their after show had more better details than their actual show did. Yeah, the after show had more gameplay than than the the show did. The Very other strange. thing that. That, that, you know, is kind of weird. I mean, you're, this reminds me of, like, a oh, high-tech, like, crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost. Kind of, yeah. Like, your character is super advanced looking. They have, like, you're looking down at, like, metal arms yeah. half the time. And they, they have, like, a whip that can pull them to places. Mm-hmm. Like, get, get higher, like, to get, like, uh, like height advantage. And as yeah. well, there's a, a spot in there when he fights a guy with a shield that he stops time. Mm-hmm. He yeah, there's, there's like power. The there's the actually, end. there's actually already a, like a demo out for the game on Steam. Yeah, um, I heard it's really short. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just like a small like demo because okay. this game I believe is uh, Bright Memory Infinite, and mm-hmm. I think they were originally, I guess it was some kind of like beta kind of like demo or whatever. It's it just was, called Bright Memory, and you could try it out on Steam. It was not um, infinite. It was. <laughs> it was bright memory restricted. Like, uh, I don't know. Just the weirdness of the game is when you see this extended trailer. There's like one point where he's fighting a dragon, and the dragon, or I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a female. She's fighting a dragon. Yeah, that's and the true. dragon knocks him, knocks her off a, a building. I mean, or knocks her off a cliff, and she's turning around. And you're like, oh, what, what's going to happen? She's going to use a grapple to save her. Nope. She turns around. There's a 747 that she lands on. <laughs> that comes out of nowhere. What so, the yeah. hell? Um, there, so, so Bright Memory is currently available, came out March 25th. You can buy it for $10 on Steam, and then it will automatically upgrade to Bright Memory Infinite when that comes out. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. So wow. it's like the first mission, basically, or something like that is available currently, and then it will advance into the That's next cool. And the, this version definitely looks a lot better than the, yeah. the demo that I've seen. Yeah. Sure. Um, interesting. But yeah, I mean, it looks cool. The the shooting looks solid. It's a bunch of weird stuff. There was a samurai at one point I saw. Yep. Yeah. Fighting. So. So yeah, from there, um, they pretty quickly rolled off to like an Xbox uh, like developer outreach person, and then they moved on to talk about I believe Dirt Five. Woo! Is that right? Um. Let's take a look here. It's like uh, a rally yeah. racing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dirt 5. So, you know, you've played at least four others of these, so you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. You've played all of these. Come on. Yeah. 
Um, um it, it looks it looks really good. The yeah. um it looks a lot like um I, I don't know why I get the same feeling of when they came out with that game split second. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. So I mean it, it's definitely not split second. It looks like uh I, I don't know. It looks like Dirt Four. It I looks, think it's just the <laughs> the cinematic nature of like the video. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, maybe I think it's the environments that are around it remind me of like I expect to see like a huge you know bringing back the like a seven forty seven crash in right. and then yeah. it changes the environment. I expect to see that. I don't know why. Yeah. Um. But I mean, what is kind of nice about these is like the ever changing environment. I appreciate a racing game that can put you in a. Um, a cool like locale. You, uh, yeah, really cool location. Or if you're racing and you end up going through, like, a big, uh, like, like, just, I don't want to say mud puddle because I don't want it to be a puddle, but it's like a bog, like, of yeah. mud. And it makes the vehicle control and feel different. Uh, like, I can appreciate that. Uh, and I think it's probably just growing up playing racing games. not You know, and kind of, uh, like, almost growing out of them. And I feel like that's because they didn't grow mm-hmm. the same way that I would expect. It. I don't know. Like, um, it would be cool to be able to actually play a um, like a super solid racing game, especially if it was like something like Dirt, where it is um, like heavily off road. Like, I think yeah. the last big one that I played that I really enjoyed was like maybe Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I was like the the side missions of like taking down cars and unlocking cars that way. I don't know. I, I, it's not, I think it goes back to sports, you know, and you don't want, like, I don't want something that is incredibly, um, super realistic. I don't want it to be too realistic. Yeah. I, I like the, I like the ridiculousness of some of it. I want to play a video game, damn it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so after that, uh, yes. what was, what was next? Was it, uh, Scorn? Uh, Scorn or Scorn. Yeah, it, it was that Eb, uh, Eb software game. Scorn. Right. So it's uh it's very um weird. HR Geiger. <laughs> Scorn. Right? Yeah. Very HR Geiger. It's very um, weird. I, it's very horny. <laughs> I, I I see uh what I didn't get to watch this. Uh I watched part of it as mm. it was live and I missed the whole beginning portion. Okay. Um so I didn't get to see this live and I ended up catching a video later. Um so I, I have yet to actually see this uh, trailer or okay. oh, video for, for score. Um, the one that I saw showed it like he was like shooting and he had like this gun that he like broke in half and he like mm. put bullets into it but the gun was alive. Yeah. And it was very, very weird. Yeah. <clears throat> this is kind of yeah, giving me like, the event. Good. Oh, uh, it's just a CG trailer. Yeah. It's it's definitely kind of giving me like uh, prey vibes. Like, I can see that. Of the weird shit that you're using. And I mean and the like, original Prey, I guess. The color palette as well. Yeah. It's very... It reminds me of that. Yeah. And you, like... I don't... It's... We'll have to, like, see... I, I guess we'll have to see a little bit more of what it's actually really doing. But it was definitely something that was really interesting. It's like... I don't know. It's It's... It seems like it's probably going to be... Uh, like, from the trailer, it seems like it's going to be a walking simulator. 
And then from the gameplay they showed, it's a shooter. So it's like, okay, what is this? Yeah, it, it, it seems like it doesn't really know 100% of what it's trying to nail. Because then, if it's a shooter, then it's basically just Doom, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, with, like, creepy, weird weapons and strange enemies. But, like, it's horny. I guess <laughs> it, it seems to be showing that you're trying to, like, give birth to these creatures that are maybe going to help you or something. Yeah, yeah, that's... I'm, I'm trying to take in what I'm seeing here. And yeah. I, I didn't get anything out of that. That trailer did not help me understand yeah. anything. Absolutely not. It, but looking at the video that I saw kind of after, like, all of the art looks really cool. Yeah, for sure. But the environment... Like, I mean, it I seems doing? like it'd be really cool to be there. Yeah. But it's like, what am I doing here? Like, how am I interacting with this uh, world? And from what I saw, it looked like a first-person shooter. Mm -hmm. But who knows, I guess. Yeah. So that was a weird one. Um, weird one. After that, I think... What was the next one that it went into? Was it... Uh, it was uh, Corvus. 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 <laughs> so yeah. it's like a 3D... Uh, spaceship game. It's got yeah, some like, like control style vibes. Um, yeah, this is very control looking. But yeah. in the art, yeah, like Zone of the Enders. Yeah, but the game is like nothing. No, not control like at all. I don't know if it's like an on rails. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it's on rails or if you're like free controlling the ship, like you're playing like yeah. space combat or something. That'd be cool. I I think that's a bold choice. You know. Uh, like these days going with such a simple concept uh, of you know the game is a uh, you know it's just you flying around like, even if yeah. it is in just a 3D space yeah. that feels like I don't want to say weak but it feels like not that feels like well, an extra gameplay mechanic yeah it's a, it's a very, it's a very old uh, style of game that you don't see that often anymore but I mean if somebody could take it and do something new with it Right. They can stand out pretty hard. Right, yeah. right. Um, could be cool. So, yeah, that could yeah. be that could be kind of cool. Uh, something. I they guess. didn't really give you a lot to work with other than that there's like a weird like space war going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they, of course, got into some sports games. Uh, yeah, you know, so we, we talked Madden. about Madden. They had some guy talking about it that I've never seen or heard of. Of course. <laughs> it's football. And they yeah, spent a really long football. time on it. Um, yeah. After that, as is, you do. After that, did they start talking about all of the companies that are participating in um, yep. the smart delivery? Yes, that was cool. So that was probably a good place to go and look at every single logo and try to anticipate what game it's going to be or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, everyone had it. Like, Larian Studios is up there. I mean, yep. that seems to be awesome. pretty, pretty big. Uh, and then they expanded on that. I mean, you can see there's quite a few. You know, yeah. from Team Seventeen to, um, I know CDs in here somewhere. Somewhere, yep. Hard Suit, Hard Suit Labs. We pretty much know what game that's going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Rebellion. Deep Silver. Deep Silver. Yeah. Paradox. Yeah. I feel like they zoom out one more time, don't they? No. Maybe. No. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's your it's your obligatory E three logo shot. Yeah. Look at all the people we got with us. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's kind of cool, though. I've really, I've, I'm really impressed I, because I was expecting to go into this next generation and not have that. 
what we had last gen of like you can buy this game and then like upgrade it um i didn't really expect that to even be a thing i expected a like me to be going hey remember you know last gen when they did that that was really cool that's not happening this gen um so i'm not too sure on how far that this is um like you know kind of going it, it, we see it with Xbox and them saying, hey, this is happening with their Xbox. This is going to happen with PlayStation uh, as well. Uh, I assume so. I assume they're going to do something very similar. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. This could be a pretty big deal for um, Xbox, I think. Yeah. yeah. So they follow that up with, as we were talking about, Hard Suit Labs. Um, a very, like, creepy, strange trailer for uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, at first, like, all three of us said it, we kind of thought this was going to be, like, the new Batman game. Batman. Or something. Cause there's, it was like, the way they presented it, yeah. It's very Joker-ish at first. Yeah. The, yeah, with the people up on strings, like marionettes, yeah. with their... The smiles. The dude dancing around. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas tree really adds that vibe, too. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. don't know why. Well, there's something about Batman Gotham is like, always Christmas. Christmas time. always does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's always Christmas. It should it's always, always be. Um, but you know, as we found out, of course, it was um, Bloodlines. Uh, what 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 is the fucking title of this game? Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade. Vampire, Bloodlines the Masquerade, two. Bloodlines two. two. Jesus. Right. We like colons and subtitles. Colon dash wow. underline. Yeah, but. You know, with that said, with that long, ridiculous name, I, that, I, I've just been calling it Bloodlines 2, which yeah. I think is fair. Um, it, I mean, they showed off some pretty, like, neat stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't seen, I haven't been, like, keeping up with this like mm-hmm. I do some of these other huge games. Like, that I, I know I'm excited for. You know, definitely not like Cyberpunk or, uh, you know, Watch Dogs Legion or anything. But right. they show this trailer, and it looks fantastic. Like, I think we see our first bit of, like, gameplay. I, I don't know if they've shown gameplay well, before, yeah, they, but they had that, my introduction. Uh, they had that gameplay section where you're mostly just doing conversations, and there was a fight at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, chasing that little rat guy. Uh, and then you, like, have to help him deal with a gang attack or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, this is definitely doing, like, a good mix of like um you know there's a lot of traversal stuff there's a lot of atmospheric stuff there's conversational stuff there's stuff that's going to be cutscenes, and then there's some combat so like psychically somebody like has an axe and you like suck it i think they throw it at you and you like suck it out of midair and grab it into your hands and then beat the shit out of them with it so yeah it's it I don't know. This this game looks really... It, the thing that I appreciate the most about this game is they're not somebody... They're not going, okay, let's make this literally the best-looking game anybody has ever seen. They're yeah, going, we just got to hit a certain style. Yeah, let's stick to our style. Let's mm-hmm. not go overboard with that. And let's focus all of, the, all of that energy that other people are focusing on making the best-looking thing you've ever seen into, like, let's make some solid mechanics. And yeah. do some cool things with it. some cool things with yeah. this game. Um, yeah, that's I think, pretty cool. Okay. I think we're gonna have to get on uh, one of our friends a bit more 
because I like you were like, hey, I'm uh, one of our friends is working on this game, and she's like, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. Check this out, and uh, you were like, yeah, I'm really excited for this, and I'm like, we want to have you on the show. Yeah, like I'm yelling from the background, like, hey, you should come hang out with us. For sure. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm gonna dig into that a little bit more. I want to get some of these people on our show after, um, you yeah. know, after the games have come out, like this one and like Last of Us Two for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I can work yeah, on my friends as well for one of the other games that was shown off during this uh, <laughs> yeah. during this show as well. Um, let me see. It wasn't the next game, of course. Uh, the next game that they showed off was. Um, it gave me a really heavy uh, Sea of Thieves vibe, but it's called yeah. Call of the Sea. Yeah, it's like a exploration version of Sea of Thieves, basically. I mean, you're not a pirate, but you're yeah. like... Well, I guess you could be, I don't know. But you're like an explorer that's kind of exploring around this cartoony, like, fantastical island or series of islands and shipwrecks that are... Yeah, I think are, you're like looking for your parents. Would be one, it's basically one Dora the Explorer. Are you shipwrecked? Dora the Explorer. You appear to be shipwrecked. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I thought you were. I thought you like you crashed on this island. You were on this big tanker or something. Yeah. And then you're just kind of exploring this world. It yeah. looks great. Um, yep. Yeah, this is the game that I thought might be like a new mist or something. Yeah, this is definitely given that kind of idea, too. It has the mist or... Um, I, I forgot what that... that uh, I can't remember. That game that came out a while ago. Yeah, it was like a puzzle game. Um, you like drawing Watcher lines. or something? The Witness? Witness. The witness. There you go. Yeah. Um, and at the very end, you know, in, in this world, you're kind of exploring. They, you, you're seeing these different like little structures that are built, and mm. just witnessing these cool environments. Um, it shows, uh, and you know, you're not just outside. You're exploring the interior of some of these like busted ass ships. Um, but they show an underwater sequence where you're swimming, and your character has like webbed fingers. Like mm-hmm. Meant for underwater. Y'all ever see um, the shape of water? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you're. I'm you're about a to fuck a fish. <laughs> God damn it! I thought we'd get through a whole show without men- you mentioning that. And here nope. we are. Fuck it, fucking fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't. Not allowed. Gotta mention it. Gotta mention it. Sorry, folks. You know what you signed up for, cowards. Yeah. So the next yeah. game that they end up showing off. Um, I was incredibly excited about because, um, you know, someone I know, they branched out, they created their own studio, um, Neon Giant, and I saw the big Neon Giant logo, and I was like, oh shit, here we go. Yep. Um, so, uh, he in, they end up showing off this game. Uh, it looks like a cyberpunk world. Um, it's called The Ascent. Um, it's a, you know, kind of a... Uh, Cyberpunk. I don't know. It, it's kind of an interesting world. It is, is it, cyberpunk. Yeah. When I first saw it, I thought it was a new um, uh, Shadow Tech. That's not it. Shadow Runner. Shadow. Yeah. Shadow Run. I, I thought it was a yeah. new Shadow Run game. And and it looks like that, but it's a um, kind of like top-down co-op shooter yeah. RPG. Yeah. It, really it has cool. a lot of mechanics, like and. These, like, I know one of the guys um, is a phenomenal, like, artist and designer. Hmm. Um, his work, of course, you'd seen in, um, like, uh, Wolfenstein 2. Like, the newer Wolfenstein 2. Um, 
or the newer Wolfenstein in general. He'd been working right. uh, freelance for um, that's cool, like Bethesda and ID for a while, and then broke off and came over here. Um, but yeah, I, I I really dig the um, the the genre of game that they went with. You know, mm-hmm. the co op um, like action RPG style. That's that's really cool. Um, I, I can't wait. This was when I when I saw this, I was like immediately like outside of just know you know knowing people who were working on this. Um, I was like, this game looks like it's for me, for sure. Yeah. So uh, the world and everything. Uh, I don't know if we got a we didn't get a release date on it, but it is part of the smart delivery. So I would say it's going to have to be coming out. You would say probably within the next six months, right? Yeah, yeah, Uh, because the smart delivery has been determined that it's a um, you know you have to buy this game before December thirty first to be able to pick it up on the next gen system. Well, that's just the EA. That's just Madden. Oh, is it? I thought that was all. No, regular smart delivery is forever, as far as we know. It's up to the it's up to the uh, publisher. Oh yeah, yeah, that is just yeah. We were talking about that a bit ago. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. So I guess there isn't a time restriction on this. It's just you'll be able to get, you know, pick up the game on the uh, Xbox One, and get it on the Series X. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so after that, they rolled into uh, a newer game that we hadn't really seen anything about up to this point, called yeah. uh, the Medium. Yeah, so this is the new game from Bloober Team who did, um, uh, what is it, Portraits of Fear? Layers of Fear. Layers of Fear. And then uh, the Cyberpunk one. Yeah, um, Observer? Observer. I love all their games, but you know what the titles of them are. That's weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's (laughs) like... um, You love them. I just just own all of them for some reason. Correct. Yeah, so this is like, you're playing as this character who is a medium... Um, and basically their, their, uh, explanation of what that is, is that she sort of crosses in between the real world and the spirit world. Like it just happens. She's that doesn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, um, the spirit world is kind of like a heightened version of reality that includes like people's emotions are on full display. So like they had they talked to the developer about it and he kind of said like you will talk to someone and then the spirit world they are like a a hunger demon or something and in the real world they're just kind of a gluttonous person mm-hmm. um which was really interesting of course you know these developers come on and their name is like zvejay's vaga wicked weeks i'm like cool can't wait to shout this guy out yeah uh someone that we do want to shout out on this um the composer, uh, Akira uh, yeah. Yamoka, um, is uh, the composer for Silent Hill. A lot of Silent Hill games. It was really cool. And they're like, you know, they, we thought he did really well on like building the creepy, creepy atmosphere and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was that- sort of something they were going for that was like, you know, we're going to do a lot with visuals, obviously. But we want somebody who is used to doing like sudden reality shift music yeah the the sound for horror games is more important a lot more than than graphically than than anything graphically you're going to show what you don't show in a horror game and you hear is i think 
what makes a horror game can make a horror game successful. Right, and I it's it, <clears throat> again I mean, this is a game where like you are mostly just traversing, like you do not have combat mechanics from what I've seen. Um, their other games have not had combat, you know. Visually, this is the most ambitious thing I've seen them make. Oh yeah, from Blueberry, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I also really like that they're one of the studios that they will just go right out and be like, okay, here's our writer, and he's going to talk about like why this is interesting or whatever. Like, it is. I, I really like to see stuff where like they show you a trailer and the devs are like, okay, here's what we're doing with this, and then they show you gameplay. <laughs> like that's huge. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Then sometimes the you know sometimes they'll even be like. They'll show a trailer or something, and they're like, okay, this isn't really indicative of the game, it's just cool. <laughs> Which is like, like uh, you know, Ubisoft definitely could have learned from that at the end of the video here. <laughs> um, Son of a bitch. Yeah. So we'll see. And then they yeah, roll yeah, into some absolute anime shit. Yeah, yeah, they... <laughs> well, what, wait, what was the next... Yeah, the next game was... Um... Crimson Shards. Uh, something Nexus. Uh, Crimson Nexus. Uh, I'm looking here. Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus. What's yeah. that? Ah, we are close. Son of a bitch. It does look fun, though. It looks um, interesting. It, it looks it looks interesting, for sure. You're, uh, um, so there's, like, these, like, like, wireframe mannequin flower demons. People. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, and it's, it's interesting, too, because they start out and they're, like, they these creatures are invading our world and they can't be hurt and it's like okay that's amazing concept and it's like until now and it's like oh okay ah god it's just an anime game i get it it's an anime game um so i mean it just saying it's an anime game you know what this looks like yeah you know Uh, what it is code vein yeah it's code vein sort of yeah yeah Yeah. Um, i mean does anybody get a weird vibe off the art style or it's just like yes the enemies (laughs) the enemies are like from Plants. one game and then the main characters well it's like the enemies are like well the enemies are like super like ultra kind of realistic, realistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for what they are um, and then everybody else is anime yeah it's like last of us enemies and then we just joel's an anime character though yeah yeah i would play it's that. very weird they seem it does seem out of place <laughs> what if somebody made art like an art pack mod for last of us where every character is anime but the world is still like ultra realistic <laughs> I'd play it. I'd play it. I'd play, yeah, play it. I'd buy that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Ship it. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it looks the, cool. Like, yeah, the the like yeah, psychokinetic combat is really cool. Yeah, mm. it looks it looks fine. Um, I, I don't know if it'll be. I could see this getting washed out. It could it's a hack and slash. I could see this being a uh, kind of like a silent hit. Like the people who played it really really loved it. Well, yeah, I um, see it being very yeah. similar to Code Vein, like you said. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it could be a smash like uh, uh, what was that? Near? Maybe people will love it like Near. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So the next one was oh, that uh, interesting. They're, they're they're like, do you love Turok? <laughs> <laughs> do you love Left 4 Dead? Well, here's a game where you fight dinosaurs. <laughs> what if you had to shoot 200 dinosaurs? Ding, ding. Um, so it, it, it's a three-player co-op shooter, um, and you're fighting a bunch of different dinosaurs. Uh, I, I don't know the, the story here, obviously. Um, they probably want to keep that wrapped up, and I don't mm. think the story is going to be good. 
That's not. Oh, absolutely not. I don't think that's why you play these kinds of games. Yeah, there right. is no story. So, and I do I'm find here. it interesting. Let's make it three players. Let's not make it four players. We got to make it different. Yeah. Let's make it. So they're like, do we go three or do we go five? What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, and they went three. Um, Extinction two. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it's second extinction. Um, so it, it, I don't know. It's a really, really oddball game. It could end um, up being really cool depending on what other kind of stuff. Like they show basically all of your enemies are kind of like raptors at first, mm-hmm. and then at the end they show like this T Rex like just bust out and you're ready to tear your ass in half. What so, would really surprise me is uh, if they're showing all this dinosaur stuff and it's like second extinction you know there's all this like you're fighting all these dinosaurs mm-hmm. and then this was just one of the like pictures on the wall when left for dead what if there was another one it was like you know they have another one and it's like robot invasion that'd be sick and another one like alien or you know whatever i don't know that would be cool if there was a lot of different um yeah. a lot of different scenarios they're going through more scenario rather than yeah. um, like this is what it is but uh, this one is done by um, Avalanche. Yeah, Avalanche is kind of split into a couple like smaller yeah. groups that are going to have more independence. Um, yeah, you know, Avalanche had a couple like high profile games not do very well in a row. Yeah, so they're kind of trying mean, something new with like a little bit smaller, tighter stuff. Yeah, um, and these guys have a really good workflow too. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's always weird how people, like, we talk about crunch, I feel like, pretty often. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, these guys do not have that at all. That's awesome. So I, I always I always go, like, how, like, the game should be better, right, with less crunch. But you don't make those, like, tight last-minute decisions when you're not crunching. That's true. You have time to think about everything. Um. So I don't know. It's um, it's always interesting to see their games come out. Like uh, um, I don't want to say they feel overthought. No, but I mean they, they do sometimes do. feel a little overdesigned or like like look look at you like can, um, just cause. Yeah, you can see like okay if like I don't know. It's it seems like there's like systems set up that don't come to full fruition. I think just cause is a great example of like. Mm-hmm. There's all this crazy, awesome shit you can do. And then you'll go walk into, like, what's supposed to be a bustling town, and there's, like, four total NPCs. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, I don't know. It feels like they have this idea, and where they should have been doing more with it, mm. they were just like, let's add a fucking tornado. Like, right, right. <laughs> like, that was the, like, major, like, thing that they wrapped around Just Cause 4, right? Yeah. Was this big tornado. They were just showing crazy, it off every like, chance weather they got. events, yeah. So, so, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, so after that, they uh, something that actually surprised me. Um, we saw a Yakuza game. Yeah, it was. On, it's, I think Yakuza Seven or Six. This is Yakuza something. Uh, what is the name of it? It is Like uh, a Dragon. Like Yakuza a Dragon. Like a Dragon. Yeah. Um, where does this? Uh, do we even know where this falls? So this is a side character. That you're playing as it's not the main character from most of the yakuza games um he's somebody that gets like um sort of like really heavily betrayed by his yakuza cell i guess where it's like 
they're like, okay, so our one, like, cool dude did some fucked up shit and he needs to be arrested, but he's doing some important stuff for us right now, so we're gonna have you go to jail in his place. And you're like, alright, dude, I'll do it. And so, then you go to jail and you, like, get out and the, the family, like, abandons you and then they try to kill you. So this has come out already. This uh, is... Has it? So this, uh, this piece that I was reading... They were saying uh, originally released on PS4 earlier this year. Uh, I wonder if it's in Japan only. It could be. Um, so that's interesting. It'll be a launch title for the Series X. Uh, it'll be part of the smart delivery. And it'll have cross saves. So Xbox One owners will be able to continue the same playthrough on either console. Mm. That's big. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it looks like it came out in Japan January this year for PlayStation 4. Okay. okay. Yeah. So this is the. Um, just teasing the U.S. release, basically. Yeah, this will be the worldwide release for PlayStation, Xbox, Xbox One, right. and Series X. So, Filter, I know that you were trying to get into Yakuza. Yeah. Heavily. Uh, what was that, mid-last year? Yeah, so they, year? they've got a ton of the Yakuza games on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of trying to try another one of them out. But I just don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just too much to go through. This could be a good one to start with because, again, this is a different character. It's not... Like, it has elements of the main games. Obviously, there's, like, a lot of repeat characters and stuff. But it's not like I'm... It's not like you're just picking up starting on Mass Effect 3 or something, right? Right. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just you're dr- jumping into a world where things have already happened. But you don't know those things, so you're kind of just taking this character's, you know... His, his side of the story. Mm. Um, have you played a Yakuza, Giddy? Um, I played a little bit. I forgot which one it was, but like a friend had it, um, yeah. and he was like showing it to me. Uh, I've never really got into it, but like people love these games. Like I've always been... I like the charm of the game. It mm-hmm. seems like they just have like silly fun with a lot of their stuff, and then mixed with some seriousness. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, what draws me in, is I'm like, I'm interested. But then I'm at the point, it's like, I see it, it's like Yakuza 96, and I'm like, shit, how am I going to do that? Uh, um, what I don't know is, I mean, I don't know if you guys, is every character, is it always the same character? Many of them so, are. And a lot okay. of them, yeah, a lot of the core, like, main title. I don't think that main character is in this one, right? That's so it's not like GTA character. where every every game has a different character you can right. just jump into. That, I don't know what the main character's name is, but he may appear in this game, but I, I think that... Uh, like, I know Majima is, like, the guy with the eye patch and the crazy outfit. Like, he's a, like, fan favorite, and he definitely appears in this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really know exactly what they're going for there, but... For it sure. It could be a good one to check out. Um, and did... What did they do after that? They showed some... A little <laughs> bit of gameplay for Like a Dragon, right? Yeah, it was actually probably one of the longer segments of the, uh... Of the presentation. Yeah. Yeah, the, and... The gameplay is what always gets me because it looks fun. Like I can oh, yeah. get over the super goofy shit. Yeah. Um, and then they showed some gameplay, and then they talked a little bit about, um, like they were like, um, what's his name, Damon Baker, the it looks like head of global portfolio at Xbox. He was like messing around with the background because he's on like a Zoom call basically. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, let's go to like. Ubisoft, and they show gameplay. Yeah, uh, worldwide we gameplay footage of <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which by that they mean game engine footage. Yes. So they which show is... a couple. They show a couple. Um, 
locations, I guess, that you'll be able to go in the game. And they show like a like a like a village idol type thing that looks like it's in the mountains or something cool. Um, they show like the boat sailing. They show um, birds a, flying. A bird flying by. Like they show that castle that's like up on the hill or like a. a, a Longhouse that's up on a hill or whatever, and it's like fucking Stonehenge. Okay, I get it. Like, I understand that this is in engine, and this is what it will look like if I crop my character out of a really good shot on like a 4K console. But this is not gameplay. This is not somebody playing the game. No. Yeah. No. Which is what gameplay is. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. They get real loosey goosey with the yeah. what they call gameplay. Right, and they got like very extremely roasted for it. So they've already changed the name of the trailer online to uh, game. It was like en- gameplay engine footage now, or something like that. In engine um, footage. In engine footage, something like that. They took like yeah. they either reduced gameplay in the title or they removed it. I mean, it's been changing multiple times, so it's hard to say. Yeah. But um, I mean, they did show some really cool stuff. Like um, it's sort of been made evident that the like one of the ravens is basically your um like in the previous games you have the eagle that gives you like sight and helps you mark targets and stuff yeah. it seems like it's gonna be a raven now which is cool. oh, it's like one of odin's ravens right yeah um that's right and then yeah they showed some like cool tackling stuff uh a little bit of castle siege yeah stuff. the siege thing i think was probably the thing that they the actual that, real I, gameplay yeah yeah that was the most exciting portion is yeah. you know yeah. seeing them raid um, that was awesome. Yeah, the battering you know, ram and everything. Yeah, um, throwing the axes. I, I'm hoping that's a very large portion of this. I'm hoping you know, gotta be. We get to do, you know, you're building up toward a big raid, and then it's like depending on your choices, you know, here's the raid because they've been going kind of more um, RPG front with yeah. Assassin's Creed the past two games. Um, so even like Odyssey, um, a big thing about Odyssey was that they had sort of added in. The, like nemesis system from um, Shadow of Mordor, yeah. and it seems like now they're sort of adding in the like sieges, the castle sieges, and everything. So it seems like they're definitely taking a lot of notes from other people in the industry that are doing cool stuff, which is it's a good idea. It's what you should do, right? Like, right. I remember for the first couple of years after that game came out, we were like, dude, why are more games not doing the nemesis system? No, like, I mean, we, even to this day, we're still like. Why there's two. Not doing that? <laughs> yeah, there's two other games that have done it basically, and it's Assassin's Creed and some weird indie game nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. So um, it's definitely interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, again, like I'm super excited for Valhalla, but imagine going in with such goodwill, so much fan excitement and everything, and then instantly losing it in one trailer and, and not showing any gameplay because like, of strictly because of how you titled it and how you talked about it. Like, yeah, it was. It's purely on expectation. Like, yeah. they set themselves up to fall this way. Yeah, if they would have said, "Oh, hey, this is this is not gameplay. It is we're going to show some in-engine stuff, and there's going to be like maybe two or three seconds of gameplay in it." I mean, they could have just said, "We have a new trailer. Here it is." Yeah, another yeah, another mostly anything. cinematic trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, it is what it, it is. Yeah. You know, with, with is anybody is anybody missing the? I, I get the look from this. Like it just feels like a like a Viking game. I if I saw this trailer, I couldn't tell it was an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I think Not they're sure. pretty much over the like Assassins order stuff. Like you do run into assassins, which existed at this time period, and like they teach you the hidden blade and everything but uh, like they're sort of just like eh, assassin's creed is a franchise it doesn't mean anything necessarily mm-hmm. 
Like, I, I like that idea. I, I like the idea of, like, they should have just named the game, like, Animus. Like, that would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I, I like the idea of going into periods of time and yeah. being a badass. Yeah, it's a just badass a historical... Yeah, it's like, just a historical period simulator at this point. Yeah, that and that's that's the thing. It's not like being this assassin. Don't don't try to wrap that into everything. Not every character has to be, um, you know, they, they can be their form of an assassin. You know, yeah, like that, that's like fine. I, I mean, they've they've did this a long time ago where they started to sort of get outside the lines of what they were doing a little bit, like uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, like. You're literally a dude that stumbles across a dead assassin and just puts his clothes on, and then now you're an assassin. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's how that works. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, um, what is the what does the main dude look like? I think I think what I'm having trouble with is the, not trouble with, but it was interesting is the design. Like the the assassins always had like a similar. Yeah, they're all hooded. They wore white. Yeah, they're all similar. They have the little. At first, uh, they were missing the finger. Yeah, yeah. For the I like blade, that. that was cool. That was really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're just like a big knife. dude now. Yeah. yeah, or girl. Anyways, I mean, not that that doesn't have any kind of detriment to the uh, the yeah. game. It's just interesting. Yeah, they pretty much. I, I think in. Uh, I mean, even in like uh, Odyssey, um, it like you're not a member of the assassins for. It certainly through the amount that I've played of it, which is not a lot, you know. But um, mm. I never beat Odyssey, but like. Yeah, I never played it. It's. I don't know if it's before the Assassin Order was created or whatever, but like, you're you're just this like Greek mercenary. So yeah, like, I guess even even in Aussie, he doesn't look like yeah what I think of when I think of assassin. Yeah, well, like an assassin's typically not a huge dude with double battle axes kicking down a castle door. <laughs> no, not not so, usually. You know, he's the guy who comes in the front door. Not yeah, typically. The side window. Well, yeah, the, the yeah the assassin's typically like sneaking in through the roof or something. So. Assassin's Creed Kratos. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. But it looks really good, though. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm still excited <laughs> for what it is. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, they've really... I don't want to say they've reinvented like themselves, but they've changed the Assassin's Creed game from what Assassin's Creed... Used yeah, to be. from what was. the original... Yeah, this is completely... It feels completely different. And I they wonder, pretty much dropped that whole Animus thing, haven't they? No, that's still there. Yeah, it's, there's it's still, still like there, the modern day story. It's just very strange, and I don't understand why it's there because it it could honestly just be dropped. It, but the, the Desmond story thing went away. Yeah, that ended after three, three, or yeah. Brotherhood or whichever yeah. one. It's it's interesting because I like I wish that was more like more of a thing. I really liked, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, who's really playing that real world? Like, who wants to see what's happening in the real world?" And I liked that struggle. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the struggle of um, because it brings you back to it, it ties everything together. Like the thing that ties everything together with a lot of Ubisoft games is the CTOS system. It mm. it's in um, it's what watchdogs. controls all of the cameras and watchdogs. It's the over system that they're trying that they're feeling oppressed by. And then in Assassin's Creed, it's uh, you know like a, of course still a bigger company. Um, it's not like they're it's not Abstergo but it's like still a very large company that I feel like aids the people who created the Animus yeah. um, 
so like I, I really like that real world of like it almost blends the two worlds together like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed and they could blend more of that together you know with um, you know something like Far Cry yeah so it's it, it's all there I really like that um, and I want to see more of outside of the Animus like I have to get back in there because we're almost you know we've almost made the breakthrough that we need to make to be able to unlock the secrets of this period or whatever. Mm. You know, I don't know. The story doesn't need to be like for outside animus doesn't need to be crazy because the conflict's already there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still excited, uh, excited for this. And, uh, I, I can't wait to see the, um, like the combat, like just the way that the character, for uh, sure. controls because it's going to be different than well that's one of the main things they're talking the about too is that they've tried to make the combat a lot more like heavy and chunky yeah which I'm super into yeah but that pretty much wraps up the entire uh, inside Xbox Series X play they said um, that they're going to be doing what one a month until release of the system yeah yeah so, so uh, we expect to see you know a first party um, so this was a lot of third party and indie stuff we expect mm-hmm. to see like Microsoft themselves saying here's what shit we're putting out on our own shit um, yeah. you know we expect to see probably more stuff detailing how the console itself works in different you know editions that you can buy on release and I don't know what the other one would be but that would pretty much lead up to launch yeah um, I mean I can imagine the very last one just being an overview here's everything Here's the here's the sizzle the sizzle reel of literally right. everything we've done the past like it's two, basically two just a commercial months. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know one of the things that we're going to be talking about could correlate to um, one of these Xbox events um, but uh, let's kind of derail let's talk about uh, let's talk about TV and film for a minute because we have a few things. we got a couple we got a couple. Yeah. So, uh, firstly, cool uh, for the season two of The Mandalorian, uh, Tamara already good. Yeah, Tamara Morrison is going to come back to play Boba Fett. He obviously was the you know the live action um, Jango Fett. So mm-hmm. all of the clones are this guy. Yep. Um, Boba Fett is this guy. Possibly the most prolific Star Wars actor. He's um, like a lot of people are like he's. I don't want to say he's the overall favorite, but he's people huge. love the bounty hunter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, people it's love the bounty hunters and all of the... And, like, him in particular, again, he played all the clones, right? He was the voice of all the clones when they had helmets on. He, yeah. You see his face a couple times uh, as different clones. They're all based on him. So, I, like, a big fan favorite, like, uh, the, the actor himself. Like, everybody's... He's just a cool guy. Got his head chopped so, off. You know how it goes. <laughs> so, the, so that also throws in, you know, with um, with him, we also have, uh, um, isn't it, Rosario Dawson playing someone Ahsoka? pretty big? Uh, playing Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this next I mean, season's going to be huge. All these for right gonna... now are being, are being reported. Nothing's been confirmed, I don't believe yet. But... Yeah, I think she's still just in talks, but Tamura's in. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. That's cool. New Zealand uh, actor. That's why nobody can pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. I don't know. That's really big. Uh, you know, because this first season was already really good. 
they're yeah. you know kind of setting up for uh, you know to continue on with that already um, so the direction you know if it stays on course is going to be fantastic and then yeah. adding some cool people um, that are in the the world already I think that's cool yeah, yeah. Really good. and it sounds like he's going to play a small role which is kind of cool I mean I don't, I don't want to take no, he, too much of the focus away right, of course yeah from he the original does characters he, it could just be like a very like I could see it in just one episode you know yeah. where it's someone he runs into whether it be a rival or you know even an ally yeah um, yeah that'd be cool anytime you can get the original actors to come back it's always a good thing yeah the next one was a little more weird um unexpected so uh, unexpected uh there's a possibility that for the Borderlands upcoming Borderlands film, that we're gonna get Kate Blanchett as Lilith. Absolute MILF territory. That's weird, right? I, that feels weird. That that feels weird to me. It's a weird cast. Why. Like she, I think she's like older than you would expect Lilith to be. Yeah, well um, older than I would. I, uh, Lilith so that, feels like she's like. 10. 20, I don't know. Five, yeah, I she's like know. super young. She's in like her 20s. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. a weird role. So that could be really interesting of like where um, maybe an idea of where it's going. Like it's a lot older characters than you were expecting because that could be really cool to be like they've been doing this for like 30 years. I, I mean the only thing that I could think that they would do with that is like Originally, when I thought we're going to do a Borderlands movie, I was thinking, okay, it's going to focus on those main characters, and they're going to be, you know, the focus. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to be their story. But mm-hmm. now I'm starting to get to think of thinking maybe it's not their story. All maybe new characters. Post. Yeah, let's pull in some new hunters, and yep. she, you know, Kate she's Blanchett's like a guy. Play Lilith. Right. Yeah. Um, it, and depending on where this is set in the story piece like whether it matches with the games and it's set in that same world or if mm. this is like hey we're gonna kind of make her you know blaze our own path here um you know after borderlands 3 it does raise some questions as well so uh, that's interesting uh there's a lot of like i don't know borderlands seems to be on the like always on the radar mm-hmm. for the past little bit yeah um, smart that's interesting. Yeah, they have their hands in a lot of places right now. Uh, 2K with Borderlands. Um, so, yeah, that one's interesting. Um, nothing too much to report here. Uh, you know, of course, being directed by Eli. Just a Roth. maybe. Yeah. Just a maybe. But it, it's, it's a maybe that kind of shows what direction they might be going with the movie. Yeah. And then uh, just a final little teaser here uh, yeah. before we kind of head out. Um, this is, uh, I don't know. It, it's curious on what it even is, but it's definitely going to be something interesting. Um, June 11th, we're going to see the Night City Wire from Cyberpunk 2077. So that was a really weird thing. I saw that like almost as soon as it was post, and yeah. I was like, Night City Wire? What is this, a radio show that they're going to just host or something? That'd be sick. Um, Night City Wire. I, it seems like it seems like it's either a news source for Night City or it's a like talk show on the yeah. radio for Night City. I don't I don't know what to make of this, um, yeah. and I don't know where all this information came from. You know about like what this is, 
uh, I, I don't know where it says this is at, like an event. I mean, well, so there's a lot of guessing going on because basically it's like this would have been the last day of E3, right? Um, you know, no concrete details were revealed. Um, it does line up with what would have been the last day of E3, which was canceled, obviously. We're guessing this means it will include some sort of info or presentation on the upcoming game that the company had planned for the event. In the past, CD Projekt Red has used E3 to show off detailed and lengthy gameplay presentations. Mm -hmm. With the game's release date just a few months away, the time is ripe for some new looks into the ambitious project. So, I, I, we just have to kind of wait and see what it is, you know, because they're obviously not telling. It's a demo. That'd be so yeah, I, sick, dude. I keep telling people that, like, like one of my friends is so ready for this game. He's like, every other day, he's like, you know, in an yeah. alternate timeline, we could have had this game X amount of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's true. We could have, but, but we don't. And then every time anything happens, any sort of little rumble of cyberpunk, he's like, what do you think it could be? I'm like, a demo. <laughs> he's like, shut the fuck up. My heart would explode. <laughs> I do. That would be. It would be such an interesting idea. Again, like Not I was happening. talking about, um, have like a standalone little tutorial thing that's basically like, yes, you play a doomed character, yeah, who is then referenced later on in the game or whatever. But you just get like instantly murdered. Um, you know, the, yeah, the character just gets got and it introduces you know, some of the villainy in the game. Yeah. I think, like, yeah. the Final Fantasy VII remake demo was, like, super, um, I don't know, super, uh, important to the sales. Because it was, like, here, it's the game that you thought, but the, the gameplay's a little different. And it turned out to be, like, a really good tutorial, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like the original demo was. Yeah. Yeah. Demos can be helpful. They can, if they're done right. Turn if your tutorials right. into demos and release them like two weeks before the game comes out. Yeah. Eh, that might be a I good think idea. That's cool. Um but yeah, that's pretty much all we had. I mean the only other note that I saw here is ball bag customization. Hell of yeah. <laughs> it's you don't have to look far to find that news, folks. We don't need to share it here. We'll be sharing it enough in the future, so don't you worry about that. There'll be plenty of shares. For sure. Yeah, you can <laughs> So they I mean I guess they did include stuff like uh, somebody talked about that news story a little more. The genitals <laughs> customization it's like um they can yeah. include things like breast size penis length i'm like huh? <laughs> oh man i hope it's like scum because that's the coming. longer that's your coming. hog is the slower you can run yeah because you're way like down your legs <laughs> that's funny oh wow i'm just gonna that's like cool. you know all these nerds are gonna be out here creating like a female character with like size centuple h tits yeah Tri triple just, h tits it's, it's just it's triple gonna h be like Cartman's, uh, like, Cartman's rendition of, uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's yeah. wife. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Where it's, it's like, just, like, you can see his feet and the top of his head. <laughs> that's it, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, I, I'm super interested in, like, the idea that you'd be custom, like, it's different if there's, like, a slider that's, like, okay, you can kind of see, like, the, the outline of your boobs when you're not wearing armor is slightly bigger, or whatever. Like, yeah. That's interesting or whatever, but like, am I going to be seeing these genitals in gameplay sequences? That's right. That's <laughs> my question is how. I, I want to see my dude how, hanging dong. How often? Are how we often? This? How often? And how do you do this see without getting an AO rating? Right. Good uh, it did get an AO rating in a lot of countries. It won't in America though, mm. because we it, don't yeah, it will in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I do think Scum did that really well because in the beginning you're just like my character's completely naked and you're playing with these sliders and it's changing things and the bigger the like the bigger boobs you make on the female the like uh, less intelligence she gets uh, <laughs> so it's it, it, it penalizes them for doing that and I think that's, that's amazing yeah now I hope when they say customization it's it's a little deeper than just like size. Yeah, I want to be able to choose whether I have a foreskin or not. Yeah. I will, what kind of haircut we give in this thing? I need nipples uh-huh. on my penis. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting two. I'm gonna put a tattoo of like a snake on my dick. It's coiled around it. Coiled around it like six times. Yeah. And then the and head of the snake is the head of the dick. Oh. Okay. Mm. That's, That's funny, right? It's got yeah. the eyes on the. <laughs> on the glands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say glands, folks. <laughs> Talking about glands. All right, that's yep. the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. Uh, but that is pretty much all we got for you guys. Um, so thanks for hanging out. As always, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all that top news over there. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. And check out the website, mammothgamesinc.com. Again, thank you guys for joining us for the show. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next week. Uh, but until next time, I'm Night Swarm. I'm Filter Cord. I'm Goody. Have a good one. <laughs>